Welcome to a deeper perspective on this episode of knowledge versus understanding. Or if you want, you can use the word knowing instead of knowledge. Um, there's a lot to go over here, so this may be a multi-segmented episode. I, will, I, I don't know for sure. Um, kind of going with the North Node intuition stuff here. So anyways... Um, understanding. So what is the difference between knowledge or knowing and understanding versus understanding? So to understand this properly, what we need to do is we need to give a definition. So let's give a definition of knowledge. And then let's give a definition of understanding. So knowledge could be best understood as something that you know. Knowledge, like, you know, the moon is... The moon has gravity that's like, uh, what is it, like a quarter the the, the uh, gravity of the, of, the, of the earth or whatever. Um, something along those lines. I think it's like 15, 25%. And so the moon has less gravity than the earth. While understanding equals understanding why the moon has less gravity than the earth. Like the science behind it, the, the reasoning behind it. Because uh, you know, there's less, less curvature in space because of the moon kind of thing. That creates more, you know, gravity or less gravity and things like this. So, Knowledge versus understanding. Understanding is more uh, holistic. And it, it doesn't have to be necessarily holistic as in like, you know, the entire system with understanding. But it's more holistic than knowledge. You know, you may know that you get angry. You're angry because somebody did something, but you don't understand why that that thing triggers your anger. And, and why that anger triggers the other person, things like this. Um, so understanding is about looking into something deeply, strongly with, you know, sometimes that means researching things for a while to really understand something deeply. You may know about spiral dynamics because of the things that I tell you about it. If you don't understand it because you haven't looked into it and why this is true and things like this. Um, you may know that the earth is round, but you don't know why the earth is round. It actually has to do with gravity of the uh, surrounding system. In a sense, like, uh, it's a bit complex, right? But uh, if the Earth was actually round, it would actually have to be bunched up into... If, if the Earth was actually flat, it would have to bunch up into being round because of the, the way the ground gravity works and, and the way that space can kind of curve things. Um, but you don't necessarily get taught that. You just know the Earth is round. And so 
this creates uh, ignorance in a lot of ways. It's one of the reasons why science denial is such a thing, and why science denial does exist the way that it does. Because people don't understand why, you know, something in science is true or false. Um, and they don't understand why, you know, science changes its, its mind a lot. You know, you know, a lot of people were talking about how Anthony Fauci was always changing his, you know, mind about his, what, what, you know, what was, what, what should be, what should you do when, when it comes to coronavirus and things like this. And part of that has to do with the fact that science is about knowing the truth. Sometimes that means changing opinions and, and trusted opinions and authority figures when new evidence comes to light that, that disproves the old theories. Um, and that's, that's often ignored. And so what you see is you see people like, oh, look, these people are just, they're just, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. And it's like, that's because they, that's because you don't understand science. You don't understand how science works. Um, and that's because nobody really explains this. Nobody explains to you why this is wrong and why this is, you know, incorrect. And so you have ignorant people who know nothing about how science is done, how science works talking about why they're why these people why, why these scientists are wrong same thing for vaccine people you know the anti-vaxxers like to point to this study that was done in the 90s um with a with a participation rate of seven people which is actually really too small to even engage the accuracy of the study and there's other kinds of biases and things that are involved that could have you know caused problems with the study but that study claims that people get vaccinated or you know, get autism but that is only because they don't understand what they're talking about the studies the study sizes were too small you know there was there might have been biases there there was all the other problems there they just know this is true because of science and they they trust science and they treat dogma science as a dogma like one side treats it as a dogma and the other side treats the other Parts of science as a dogma, without understanding what, what science really means. So this is why understanding things is really important, versus knowing something. You know, I can tell you right now that, you know, I am an INTP, but if you don't understand what that means, and if you don't understand where that comes from, and you don't understand what, where that, what, what exactly an ID, INTP is, you will just know that I said that I am an INTP, but that you don't understand what that means. Uh, you know, because I've, I've had this done multiple times where I've looked at what INTPs are versus other personality types in the MBTI system, and I've taken multiple tests, and sometimes they come out falsely, but most of the time they come out INTP. Um, you know, I did actually do an episode where it wasn't, but I think that was because of the uh, inaccurate questioning that I was doing to myself at that time. But anyways, that's the problem. So understanding um, versus knowing, or knowing versus understanding, knowledge versus understanding, or um, you 
Yeah, that's pretty much the right word for it. Knowledge versus understanding. So understanding helps you understand the world, not just know it. You know, you may know that, like, the world seems to be physical, but you may not understand why that seems to be true for for you. And so as a result, you get no understanding of what's happening. And then you don't understand why your interpretations are making reality. And you don't understand what interpretations mean in this case. Um, it's a bit complex, but it is what it is. Um, Volume 56, WSH, now, booster. Backpack, time recorded, recording, oh, five zero, speech off. Knowledge is extremely important when it comes to anything, but so is understanding. So understanding is even more important. Sometimes that means you, you gather a lot of knowledge. Sometimes that means that you have to know a, a lot of things related to what you're trying to understand, related to science and things like that. A lot of times it is actually true. Most times even. You know, if I didn't study science and try and understand science, by looking at knowledge related to science and how science is done, I wouldn't understand what I've explained to you about science. Now, how science can come to different conclusions based on different biases. You know, like... And I wouldn't understand and explain to you why 70% of all st scientific studies have flaws within them. Doesn't, doesn't mean that they're inaccurate, but it means that they're flawed. And that's the problem, is that we have... This, a lot of a lot of people have this like dogmatic trust of science, and they say no science is right, and this is it, and and that's not necessarily true. You know, science can be wrong, and science is wrong. But what they do is they say, oh, science is wrong, sure, but only the junk science, only the stuff that I disagree with, and only the stuff that you know mainstream science says is wrong. You know, like. But the problem with that is that mainstream science could be wrong as well. There's been multiple examples of this throughout these the centuries of science where somebody came up with something in science uh, and the, the rest of science community said, no, this is wrong, this is inaccurate, and things like this. Um, you know, there's an example, uh, one example is a really good example is of uh, some... I think he was a doctor or something, but he, he, he realized, he, underst he found out, understood that, well, at least knew that if you didn't wash your hands before surgery, after certain things, you, you, you could cause problems and you could cause death. And they didn't understand that. And they, they thought he was wrong and they, because they were into eugenics and elitism and all this other stuff. And so they put him in a mental institution for showing this. Only for science to understand later why this was true. This is the problem. But what we have is we have knowing for, without understanding. Knowing creates dogma, while understanding creates um, wisdom, truth, knowledge, uh, true knowledge. <clears throat> of course, there is true versus false understandings, but most of the time when you understand something, it tends to be true. I mean, sure, there's some flaws and stuff in the understandings that you have, and that can happen, but oftentimes, with the understandings, the more that you try and go for understandings versus knowledge, the more 
accurate they become over time, especially. Um, there's no guarantee, but it is, you know, the way that this stuff works, which means that you have to do a lot of work, work and a lot of research to find if something is actually true. Um, and that's a bit of a different subject right there. And that's, that's going meta, really. If you want to know what going meta is, that's really what it is. Now, just, just because it sounds complex doesn't mean it has to be super complex. Like, for instance, you know that fire is hot. And you understand that it, it burns if you touch it. Or you know that you're, if your stove is hot, you understand that you shouldn't touch your stove because it will burn. But you don't necessarily have to know, understand why that is true. Why, when you burn your, your why, why when you touch a stove, it burns your hand necessarily. Um, and if you're dealing with a situation where it's like life or death, understanding isn't necessary. You just act. You just have to do what you have to do in that situation. But most things aren't really necessarily necessarily like this. Um, and it depends on where you are, right? There's different degrees of understanding. <sighs> um, and depending on where you are in the spiral, understanding is going to be in different ways because of the different levels of the spiral that you're on. You know, your, your level of understanding in like stage red is going to be different than the understanding of stage yellow. Like the understanding that I was talking about in, in this episode is more stage yellow. And that's really the highest forms of understanding in a lot of ways. But it's not the only form of understanding. And I think that, that there are two different degrees of this where you can understand something without necessarily becoming extremely like caught in research and things like this. Um, but because I, I seek to know and I, I'm curious about knowing things, understanding things I'm I do look these things up and I wonder about science and things like this to create this kind of understanding that I explained to you earlier about like science and about gravity and things like this and it's a bit you know it's it's complex and some of the stuff is more complex you know than other things uh, and so you don't have to really go to the deepest levels like the most complex levels um, at least at first because at first it's going to start slow anyways, where your understanding is going to be kind of like simplistic and that's fine. You know, those understandings can fit in certain situations and there are different degrees of understandings where, where most people start is like the first or second levels of understanding. It's like, I touch stove, stove burns my hands. So now you understand not to burn your stove because if you burn your hand, hand on the stove, you understand that that's going to be hot. That's not something something that's necessarily a given thing. Something that you learn and you understand through you know trial and error. And maybe you touch your hand on the stove when you're really young and you go, ow, hot. And then you don't do it again because you understand why that doesn't work. So it's, it's it doesn't have to be complex. It can be simple. It can be complex. Now, the more meta it gets, the more complex it gets. You know, like understanding science means that you have to understand other things like interpretation and things like this. Um, and because science itself is complex and broad in a lot of cases, 
where there's a lot of information to go over, it, it is more complex. And, and with society, it's the same way. You know, because society has different levels of the spiral, and there's different levels of the spiral in society itself. You know, blue, red, green, orange. That makes things more complex. And so this understanding is going to be more complex versus knowledge itself. You know, knowledge gives you no depth and wisdom. Understanding does. It doesn't have to be super deep. It doesn't have to be super complex. But it is a deep and complex thing. More deep and complex than just knowledge itself. You know, like touching your hand and knowing that the stove is going to be hot is not just knowledge. The, the knowledge in, the, in those st statements is stove hot. I, I get burned, I touch the stove, kind of thing. Like, there, there are certain facts that involved in the statement. That's knowledge. But then you have to make that into a, a definition, like, oh, if I touch the stove, that's going to burn me because the stove is hot, so I shouldn't touch the stove. That's the, the understanding. Um, and that requires interpretation. That requires truth. And... At the simple levels, you know, there really isn't a whole lot of interpretation that, that goes into that. But more, the more complex it gets, the more interpretation creeps into your understanding of what is happening. And that's that's where you start uh, getting into problems and different flaws and things like this. Um, where the understanding becomes gradually more and more complicated and more hard to decipher from the, the interpretation from the knowledge at hand, the facts at hand. Um, and that's what, you know, we're really dealing with in science right now. Is the level of interpretation that creeps into sex, uh, that, that creeps into your thesis, your theories and things like this. Um, and so you understand what is really happening. Uh, so how do you, you make more understanding? First, you have to separate your facts from your interpretations. And that's not always easy to do. But that, that requires research. It requires you understand situations properly. You understand what's going on. And things like this. So understanding re relates to principles that I was talking about in the last episode, which was rules versus principles. And <clears throat> really to understand something, you have to find the principles underlying something. And it's not always going to be easy to figure that out. It's usually going to be very, like, kind of subtle and, and kind of like underpinning the thing itself, right? But, and I might go deeper into this in, in other episodes because it's, it's really one of those things where it would almost have to be more like a multi-episode multi thing to kind, kind of get this point across. But understanding means looking holistically, not just at the principles, but holistically at something. And sometimes that means that you have to uh, look at a bunch of knowledge before you come to an understanding about something. So the principles 
could be like like scientific principles or any kind of principles, but the principles are supposed to be like what makes this thing the thing that it is. You know, like this, the, the understanding of gravity has a bunch of principles within it, like the, the principle of steadiness and things like this. Whatever those principles are. Now, it's not always going to be obvious, like I said, because the principles may not even be known. And <clears throat> so you have to kind of go from there anyways. But the reasons slash principles, reason could be in the same word, could be, you know, like the, for gravity's existence could be like what they said, it's curvature, space, and things like this. But that doesn't really explain much, that's just knowledge. So what, why does curvature space, space cause gravity? Well, we don't really know. Um, you know, a lot of people say that it has to do more with something called a graviton, but there's no proof of, the, of a graviton. There's no evidence of it existing. Um, and so we just have to assume that it, it may be based on something like this or something else entirely. We don't know. But we can assume, based on what we do know of gravity, cer certain things about how gravity works and things like this. But we just don't know what causes it. Um, and so understanding isn't just about principles, underlying principles of, of something, some underlying mechanism. could be another word for principles in this case, especially. Uh, and so understanding equals looking to use the knowledge gained to interpret things. And interpret things in the way that fits with the knowledge that you have. Like, it's, it's not always going to be easy to do that, but it is going to be something to do. To do, to help you to understand what's really going on in this world, it's hard to do. Because there's a lot of knowledge, but no understanding of knowledge. See, one of the problems that we have in society is that we now, nowadays with, with technology, we can just look up anything we can't, we want to. We don't really have to sit there and, like, read books and, and sit there and read a book for like 10 hours to come up with, oh, this is what this means. No, nowadays we, we just look up like, what, what is gravity? And we can find something really quick. And there's, that's really cool because you can find a bunch of knowledge really quickly. But it's also somewhat bad because it, it doesn't lead to more understanding. It leads to less understanding. And it's one of the reasons why we have so much confusion in this, in this uh, current society that we live in. Because there's no understanding, there's only knowledge. Um, it's one of the reasons why a lot of morals have also been, a lot of discipline has also been kind of like fading away a little bit in certain newer circles. Um, we, we find ourselves with, with, with a certain problem where we have a bunch of knowledge, but we don't really understand anything because it doesn't fit, seem to fit together because we're not, we're not looking for principles. We're not looking for that holistic understanding. Um, and, uh, so there many problems with just knowledge and I will be make, I'll be talking about this later on in this episode. So what is the purpose ultimately of, here. <clears throat> Understanding versus knowledge. Because it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to understand this in like a really easy to understand kind of way. So 
What is the difference between knowledge and understanding? Well, not what is the difference. I talked about that already. But like, what? Why understanding over knowledge? Um. Because it's easy to uh, point out how understanding versus knowledge is better than you know. Understanding is better than knowledge, and I've explained this in pretty detailed. Um, in pretty detailed way at this point. So, knowledge <clears throat> or understanding creates over time uh, what some call wisdom. The more understanding you are of somebody, some something of life, the more under the more understanding you get about how to live life. How life works and things like this, and what consequences happen when you do life wrongly. Wrongly meaning, um, um, not wrongly as in like bad, but wrongly as in like the consequences are not something that you want. You know, like for instance, you don't touch a hot stove. Not because it's bad or wrong to do so, but because it because it hurts, and because it's not something that you want to do, because it, there's there's, yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of consequences of doing this. Volume fifteen. Next true messages now. Jessica, messages now. Jessica. Backpack time. Mic off. So when I talk about doing something the right way, I'm not talking about it in some like oh you have to do it in this right way. It's more like. Like, if you don't do it in this way, there are certain consequences that you might not want to happen. I mean, maybe you do. Maybe you, maybe you want to get burned by the hot stove, but most likely you probably don't. And so I would, so that's why I recommend you not to do certain things. Um, because it, there are certain consequences of doing those things. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's it's not about like judgment. It's a, it's not about me saying, "Oh, you're dumb for doing these things." It's, it's more about like, you know, when a child when a child touches a hot stove, you go, "See, I told you. I told you not to touch the stove. That stove is hot." But you're not doing it out of malice. You're doing it to try and help the child, you know, learn what to do. And in the same way, what I'm doing with these podcast episodes is helping you to learn to do things better because we all have like a an inner child like uh, in our in ourselves and uh, I want to make an episode about the inner child in the future but uh, I haven't really gone too deeply into it yet I want to do some research before I do that but uh, the inner child is unaware of the consequences of certain things um, sometimes that requires experience to get to those Levels of going, oh, that's why that that isn't a good idea. Sometimes it requires looking at other people and they go, oh, that's why that is. You know, that's why they're saying this. They're not saying it out of judgment. They're saying it because it, you know, it, it's not something that I want to do. That I want to happen. You know, same reason why a parent tells a child not to burn the, yourself with a hot stove. Um, you're you're not judging the child. I mean, maybe the parent is judging the child, but. You know, you're not trying to do it out of out of a sense of like malice or, or or like no, you're wrong for doing it. It's like no, don't do that, dumb dumb dumb. You're gonna burn yourself or something. You know, it's, it's about understanding consequences. 
And that's why that's what wisdom ultimately boils down to. If you want to know what wisdom ultimately boils down to, it's understanding. Understanding versus knowledge. Um, and that may take you years to develop. But you don't really need to be a person of old age to have wisdom. You know, you can you can find wisdom by just understanding things deeper than what we normally do. Most of the time, people just get knowledge like, oh, this is true, this is false, and then nothing else. You don't really do anything else, and so you get dogmatic and stuff like this. So, knowledge. What happens if you just focus on knowledge? Since I talked about understanding a bunch and why understanding its purpose uh, is important. What happens if you just focus on knowledge? Because, you know, people might like be like, okay, it sounds great, David, but why can't I just focus on knowledge? Why is, what's wrong with doing that? And there's nothing wrong with doing that. If you want to do that, that's fine. Um, but there's a certain kind of uh, dogma that can come with this. Um, because the knowledge isn't going to really be bringing you understanding. It's not going to be helping you grow wiser really the purpose of understanding is to help you understand the self the world you know and how to interact in the world from the self and, and things like this versus knowledge which doesn't really give you any of this any of this stuff it's one of the reasons why we have see so much confusion any everywhere you look people have no idea what to do they have no purpose because they have no understanding of what their gifts are what their strengths are what their weaknesses are you know, what their personality is. Or if they do know about these things, they they kind of like don't see it in this understanding light and they use it as knowledge. Like, oh, uh, and they can kind of use it as like a way to become a victim. Like, oh no, I want, I, um, I want to be, uh, you know, I want to be this, but I can't because my weaknesses are this. Um, and, and the answer is no. Your weaknesses may be that, but that doesn't mean that you can't be this thing. Um, it means maybe building up your weaknesses to something better. You know, they may not they they may not necessarily be strengths because you know, like for instance, like an INTP cannot necessarily be like a super emotional lovey dovey type outwardly, um, and so that's not going to really work as well for them. And so they have to use what they have for their strengths to work in the world and make their bottles in the world, things like this. So, um... Nine thirty. speech off. Speech on. Mic off. So, the understandings can help you bridge that gap between purposelessness and purposefulness. Um, and... The understandings can help you to understand yourself, others, and and because of that, you can actually navigate the world a lot easier. You you know what's happening. You know what's going on. You know, you, like you know. And the thing about this too is that you're not going to know everything. It's not an end all be all solution. It's something that I've explained to uh, some friends of mine. Not really, not because they were like dumb and didn't know this, but we were talking about astrology, right? And. Uh, I was telling them that, yes, I think it's a really good system that it kind of can create some accuracies, but it's not an end-all, be-all solution. Just like the idea of being an INTP is, you know, could be accurate and it and it has some correct, uh, you know, some points, of, but it's not an end-all, be-all way of understanding oneself. Um, same thing with astrology, same thing with, you know, whatever it is. Same thing with 
um, the Enneagram, whatever the hell it is. Same thing with the spiral, even like even spiral dynamics doesn't give you everything. But a lot, of, but but combining all these things together kind of like gives you something different, a different kind of like solution where you're going, oh, this is why this is happening. Um, that doesn't mean that astrology is real in the sense like planets are actually influencing you from afar kind of thing. It's more of a mirror, like, um, and it's hard to explain. It's something that I might make an episode about in the future, but astrology is meant more to be. Uh, explored as like a mirror you know like you, you look at yourself in the mirror you see that you're you have these characteristics you have these kind of ways and things like this astrology in some ways is the same way it's, it's not really there's no planet mars influencing your actions you know the planets think the planets themselves aren't doing anything the planets themselves have nothing to do with it the the the, the astrology thing itself is a map it's a mirror it's a map slash mirror to help you understand yourself and others and then things like this it's like i said it's not an end-all be-all way of understanding yourself and others it's not an end-all be-all way of predicting futures even though a lot of people like to think it is but it's not and so it's about realizing the truth that it's not about control slash like destiny you know there's this idea that you know things are absolutely determined you know like you know, there's this idea, and uh, actually there's an idea in quantum physics called superdeterminism, where basically, like, all the actions that have been, that have happened in the past and are going to happen are already determined. Like, if I decide to sit up and if I decide to, decide to stand up in the next couple of seconds, that's already been determined. That's already something that's going to happen. That was predetermined before the universe began. It's called superdeterminism. It's a quantum, quantum physics uh idea that some somebody created um and i don't think that that's true because there's a lot of facets to go into with that and there was a, there'd be a lot of um and in a lot of ways i think that you know it kind of goes to the, the extreme levels and that's what what you find when you mostly focus on knowledge versus understanding um is that you don't really get like a deeper us uh, holistic understanding of why things are happening and so what you get is like, oh, this science says this, this science says that. That means super determinism. Without looking at the whole and without looking at, you know, things in, in, in perspective and go, oh, well, it could be that, but it could also be this. The problem is that they're all interpretations, not saying that they're wrong, they're saying that they're right. But they're all interpretations, and a lot of them are, you know, not even necessarily based on complete and accurately... Uh, not, not not that they're inaccurate, but they're not necessarily. There's not enough information to say one way or another if it's correct, and that's the you know, the problem that we face with knowledge, but versus understanding. And perhaps what I should do in the future is make an episode, uh, much a lot a longer episode, dedicated towards understanding, um, where I go into what what understanding is and is not. So knowledge, knowledge is. What causes dogma? What causes a lot of these problems? Because there's not a whole lot of understanding within them, like, and so you get understandings that aren't based on other knowledges necessarily, but based on like a couple of pieces of knowledge, and the rest is just interpreted. Like, oh, this is what this means. This is what that means. Um, and you can see this in science sometimes as well. Like I said, of seventy percent of all scientific paper of you know, there was a study that was uh, done showing that seventy three percent 
of all of the scientific papers that were studied had flaws in them. Doesn't mean that they're inaccurate. Doesn't mean that they're that those papers weren't correct in, in some way. But a lot of them had flaws. Eighty percent, eighty-six percent of the pa pa psychological papers were flawed in that study. And so this is what you get. You get this because you don't have a holistic understanding. You know, usually what you find in science is like um, one part of science is, um, you know, only concerned with that one part, while the other part of science is only concerned with that other part. And they're, they're all doing this, and very rarely do you see it where they're trying to connect all these together and go, oh, this is what this means, this is what that means, and that creates understanding um, because it's, it's more difficult to do. So, anyways, um, I think I'm just going to end this episode here. Uh, this is a deeper perspective. If you like this episode, please consider subscribing. I do make episodes pretty regularly, you know, once every day, every other day. Sometimes I I, um, I don't make that one episode for like a week or so, but then I come back. But I do usually make one or two a week uh, at the minimum, usually. So anyways, this is a deeper perspective and I'll talk to you in the next episode.